everyone, and welcome to the Action Only Podcast. I'm your host, Jalal Wilson, and today we have a very special guest on the podcast. But before we get to our special guest, I just wanted to say, you know, this week, I want you to really look at your goals and your dreams and aspirations and say to yourself, how, what one step can I take today that will get me closer to where I want to be tomorrow. And then I want you to go do that one step. So with that being said, man, I got a special guest on this on, on this podcast today. And it's really important to have guests like this. He is um, one of my uh, good friends. And I want you guys to think for a second. If you've ever seen the book Waldo, where's Waldo? This guy will be the black version of Waldo. This is him. This is my my boy. He is the black. Every time I turn around, he's traveling somewhere and he's doing something. He's at some type of event. So this guy is man, he's the he's the traveling just man. He's he's everywhere. So I thought it was important to get my boy Dane on this podcast because like I said, this, this podcast is about taking action. And one of the things that he took action on was his love for travel. And I think we need to expose ourselves more to the possibilities and the things that are out there beyond what we could see. So I wanted him to come on the podcast and kind of we're going to talk about some of the things he's experienced, some of the places he's been, because all these are is just, you know, setting a destination, doing what you need to do to make sure you can get there and then enjoy the experience. So we're going to talk to my boy, Dane. Dane, Dane, Dane. How is Dane today? Wonderful. Like, amazing. Yes. All right. I'm glad to hear that. I really am glad to hear that. And, uh, <laughs> hey, I, I thank you for uh, coming on the podcast. Uh, Dane is one of them, you know, them one of them ride or die homies, right? You just be like, man, Dane, I need to show up to this event. Dane is there. Dane is the en- encourager. Everybody needs a, a, a friend that's an encourager and, uh, you know, will really um, just be there when you, even if you just need to talk sometimes. So I, I appreciate you, Dane. I appreciate you, too. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to get into this because, man, before we start the podcast, he was like, how much time we got? He's like, I got a sermon about traveling to deliver. I'm like, a sermon? Dane, a sermon? So we're going we gonna, to <laughs> we gonna hop right into these questions. And, um, yeah, we're going to start talking. So. The first question I want to ask you, Dane, is when did you develop your love for travel? When did that travel bug hit you? Okay, so it started at a young age. Like, um, like my parents, they wanted a better life uh, for their kids than what they had. Like, they had real humble beginnings. And so, like, uh, my parents like thought it was important that like my siblings and I like see the world. So like it started like when I was five and I'm 37 right now. So that's a long time. So like it started when I was five. Um, so we take a family trip annually, um, like a huge trip. And like when I was five, like it started out as like a surprise, like, oh, like my mom was like, oh, your dad has a business trip and it's like to Disney World. So like my first trip was like at five was like a surprise trip to Disney World. And then like we just started going on trips 
every year after that. And then like, I was like, oh, I'm spoiled. And then I was like, oh, I've gotten accustomed to like a certain lifestyle. So then I was like, oh, I'm trying to like uphold it. So then that's when I started like, like, uh, like making preparations to like travel on my own, uh, like working hard and like getting wisdom from my parents. And then uh, just uh, looking at, looking at like resources and then um, seeing how I could like use my resources to like go places that I wanted to go and do what I wanted to do. I think that's a, a interesting thing. Cause I, I just thought about that. And when you said resources, I know exactly what you mean. So we're going to talk about that too. Um, but I think that's amazing. So your parents was like, man, you know what? We didn't have a, you know, we didn't have the greatest beginning. So we got to make sure things are going to be different for you guys. So at five years old, your first trip is to Disney World. You're like, yeah, like, okay, I can get used to this traveling thing. And then every year from there on, you guys are you guys are traveling. I think that's a beautiful thing. And then you said to yourself, this is the part where you took action. You said, hey, you know, I've been spoiled. I've been accustomed to this type of lifestyle growing up. I got to figure out how to do this for myself and go see, you know, the world for myself. And so you you know, took action and started figuring out some of that. Like how you, like you said, how you can, you know, go to these different places, go to these different venues using your resources. So I like that. So how many events total would you say that you have been to? Events or places? Like how many places? What would you say that number looks like? I know it's got to be crazy. Yes. Like, well, events, mm-hmm. like, probably, like, a million, like, and I'm not even joking. Um, and then, like, places, like, at least, like, probably, like, 30 countries and, like, at least, like, 20, no, at least, at least 30 states and at least 30 countries. 30 states and 30 countries. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. And, you know, what's, what's funny is... um 30 states and 30 con- thirty countries. What's funny is you say, like, I mean, this guy literally goes to events. You it'd be, Like, it'd be on a Thursday night and be like, he, you see Dane on Instagram, he had an event. Like, where is there an event at on a Thursday night, Dane? If there is an event somewhere, he will find it. So I want you <laughs> I want you to kind of talk about, like, because you, you said use your resources. So what are some of the, because you don't always pay to go to all these events some of these events you get into for free so tell us how how does how do you know because we we gotta think outside the box dame thinks outside the box so how did you get into some of these venues without paying and what are some of the coolest or give me one like really cool thing you went to that you didn't have to pay for but you were able to you know use your resources um so it all started like when I was in college, like a typical uh, college kid trying to make it like you don't have a lot of money. So what I would do, because um, like I'm heavily into theater and like the arts and museums and stuff. And more often than not, like if you research, you can find a way to volunteer um, and you could like go see a show for free basically and you just gotta like hand out a program or greet somebody or say hi um and also 
um, something that I'm very interested in. And it's also a bonding thing um, between my mom and I is photography. So I've gone to a lot of like fancy events um, for free uh, just off of photography. Um, like, and you get to experience the event. And for me, like, photography is like a passion so it's not it's not like really work and you get to like experience an event like for example a couple weeks ago I went to this thing called Festival of Trees at the Four Seasons Hotel downtown it's really a fancy hotel and it's like this gala uh for and it's like Christmas trees on display mm-hmm. and I helped out with the photography and like it, that event was like $300 per person and I went there for free and I just had to like take some pictures for like two hours and then like enjoy myself. Yeah. So, and another thing, is, another thing is like, um, like know how to find things like um, via like the library. Like I know in Seattle, like our library has this thing called the museum path where you can like go to museums for free. Um, you just have to like sign up for a pass. And then also, um, there's also like discounted ticket places like there's a site called Today Ticks and that's for plays that you can like get tickets for plays like really cheap. And then yeah, also um there's another site called Gold Star and that's like for like if they're trying to like fill seats, like they sell tickets for really cheap on there. And so also um yeah, just uh the library can help you out like uh because they know a lot of people are like struggling right now and so like you can like go there and they can provide you with all the information that you need to do stuff uh because not everybody's rich but you can still do stuff even though you don't have a lot of money i think that's amazing because i never heard of harley i mean any of these like you know i did hear actually that's not true i did hear about the one in with the library because i used it to go to when i was in seattle when i lived in seattle i used it to go to the um the black uh museum um the one in in the central yeah i used it to go to i used it to take the kids there so i did know about that one but i did not know about um gold star or today take so i'm gonna put those links in the um in the description uh, for this this podcast because this is great information because a lot of people we you know we may want to do event I mean go to these types of events but we're like man I ain't got the you know I ain't got the money or I, or you know what I'm saying I I don't know where I can get these last minute ticks or whatever and so this is good right good resources and I love the thing that you said about volunteering like a lot of people don't think about that we you know you volunteer let's say it's a like you said you went to by doing the photography thing, you went to an event that would have been $300, got to, you know, do your little thing for two hours. And then you're in the, you're walking around, you're doing whatever you want for the rest of that time. And you didn't end up having to pay that $200. But even if your thing is not photography, if your thing is just, Hey, there's a really cool play. I want to go to find out if there is places that you can go volunteer at to, you know, get you in the building and you can still experience it without paying anything. And, you get to help other people and possibly even build some relationships with the people there you're, you're volunteering with. So you just never know. But the, it's a beautiful thing that all of these yeah. things are out there. And I think that's great that you, you know, you touched on these because I was like, man, I, okay, okay. And I do want to say. Yes. Oh, I want to say something too. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh, I just want to say that, like, so even if, like, if you're interested in something more often than not, they have a volunteer program. Mm. And, uh, like, you just have to, like, research it. And the the least you can do, like, if it's a theater or something, just, like, call the theater and be like, oh, I'm interested in volunteering. And then they'll provide you with all the necessary information. And I also wanted to uh, reiterate what you said about, like, the network community like uh I, like me volunteering has like opened up like a million doors uh to like other opportunities um because like uh for me uh well for example like there's a theater i volunteer at and like the lady was so highly impressed with how i did like usher and one time she like told me she um put in the good word for me at like two other places so then that got me um like involved with them it would already like a uh, uh, vouch for me from the from the beginning because like usually um like organizations like well in seattle for example like they usually like people usually know each other from the organization so like networking could open up like many doors for you that you can never even possibly think of yeah, and I think that's important to mention, you know what I'm saying? Like when we're when we cuz we always think of things and and more than I mean, we don't always think of things in in multi-dimensional, right? So you think of okay, I could just go meet this person and we can connect that way or you know whatever, right? But there's always other doors. You know, you found the door with by taking action, deciding you want to see these different things, you found the door of volunteering. Volunteering opened up the door to more opportunities for you to volunteer and see different things and meet different people. And all these things are just connections. Once you people see that you do, you know, good work at what you're volunteering for. If you're in business, that's also opportunities for you to be like, okay, well, these people see, you know, that, Hey, I'm doing this well, they may be, you know, it might lead to something later on down the line, a connection made. You just don't know where it could go. And so you you kind of win both ways. You kind of you volunteer, you get to make connections and you get to see something you want to see. So I think it's something to consider, too, um, when you're thinking about, uh, you know, these different opportunities of things you want to see or things you want to do. Now, the next one I got for you is what is the most memorable place you have been? Now, is that is that a uh event or it could be an event it could be a it could be a city it could be whatever just whatever like when you think of that question what stands out to you the most like is it please um okay so as far as the event Mm -hmm. uh don't say beyonce i'll say uh going to the going to the all-star game in 2020 was like fabulous like it was like epic and then this year going to the super bowl was like mind-blowing uh like it was like a bucket list thing that i was like oh this is like spectacular like like it was like magical and then as far as like places um i think that norway is awesome like everything about it was like so cool like it was really cold but like we did like stuff that you can do like in your hometown like snowmobiling like uh uh deep sea fishing uh like we went to a real igloo uh 
yeah so uh and then dog sledding which was like something that is like historical and then also um australia and new zealand were pretty cool too like just thinking all the animals and the um sites okay let's go back to norway was you the only black person there? Tell Drew. <laughs> Did you see any other black people out there walking up to igloos, dogs, oh, snowmobiling in the snow? So there was not that many, and <laughs> but that but to me that's what makes it like incredible, like because I'm not doing something that like a typical black mm-hmm. person would do, like and it's like I feel that like a lot of black people, even though I love my race, they have like, they have like, uh, limited experiences. Like, cause like my thing is like, what is there to say that like black people can't do that? Like, for example, and I know this is another subject, like, but I went, I went skydiving earlier this year mm-hmm. and a lot of black people were like, Oh, that black people don't do that or whatever. And it's like, what, what, who says that we can't and why, how come we can't like, and it's like, is there like an unwritten rule? Like, like, cause for example, like when we went to Norway, like uh, we, it was a family trip. And I noticed that like from the minorities, like people were kind of like hating, like, oh yeah, you guys are going to this cold climate. Like, but it was like incredible. So like people don't know what they're missing out on because they haven't been exposed to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a good, a good point. Um, and that's part of why, you know, it's important to have these conversations because we can't do what we're not exposed to. And the fact that, you know, I had never thought to myself, hey, you know, I want to go to Norway. I've never thought to myself. But hearing you describe that, it was like, okay, this actually sounds cool. This actually, you know, I've never thought, okay, man, would it be, how would that be? To I could picture it in my head, but, you know, it's just something I never thought of. Now, Australia, um, that was that was one I had thought of. But, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you hear these different countries, it's like, wow, that's cool. And then just to hear that, you know, I think sometimes we just think like, okay, it's something that not only we can't do, but we might not have fun doing. So just hearing, mm-hmm. you, you know, say like, hey, it was actually, I really enjoyed myself. And then with the, uh, you know, the Super Bowl, I was tripping. I remember seeing that on your Instagram. I'm like, man, I'm sitting here watching the Super Bowl on TV and Dane sitting at the Super Bowl. I'm like, what the man? This guy be everywhere, like everywhere. Yeah, so that was yeah. actually, you know, that was really cool. I was like, man, that's that's amazing. That's as dope. Oh, and another and another thing, another thing um, that you bring up being black. Another thing is, I think that every black person should uh, experience uh, is the Essence Festival. Like, uh, I've been three times, and like just amazed at all like the culture and like I'm heavily into music and how many like artists I've seen and like just how rich our culture is and like yeah just how glorious it is so every black person should experience essence yeah Yeah. okay okay that's what's up that's what's up and I do remember the last time you uh you went to essence I do remember that like I said man I just be getting out the map and let me just let me put a pin he's went here She's went here. Okay, so we <laughs> we just gonna put a pin right on it. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I, you know what, you know what, I was happy that you know what I'm saying. Not that I I I I, I dislike her or anything, but I know you're you know like her her biggest fan. So you know I was 
you know, happy you didn't say Beyonce. You know, a little Beyonce concert was the best thing. Cause I'm like, man, come on, man, come on, man. But you didn't, so we good. But this man loves but that, Beyonce. I got, that's the that's answer for another question. Oh, uh, the next question. The biggest <laughs> celebrity you ever met. Yeah. Okay. Beyonce. Yeah, my Beyonce. Dirk and Dage. Dirk and Dage. So, <laughs> How did that the happen? Answer Tell to that me that. Question. Okay, the answer to that question is three people in particular. Okay. But the, the main answer is Beyonce. Okay. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, like, I just feel like she's, like, a superhero. Like, she's, like, doing her thing. And, like, so, okay, so I'll say, like, the biggest celebrity that I, like, encountered, but I didn't really, like, talk to them is President Obama. I got to shake his hand, and I was, like, just spectacular. Like, um, I didn't really get to, like, talk to him or anything, mm -hmm. but, like, just being in his presence and shaking his hand was, like, wonderful and then uh when i was like i say i think i was like 13 or 14 um uh, i got to meet uh rosa parks she came to my school but like she didn't want to take they, it was like the flash she didn't want to take pictures so i got to talk to her for like t briefly and it was really cool because like that's historic and like she's going down in history but the main um like i met like a whole bunch of people but like yeah beyonce is like the most impactful to me because it was actually like uh like i got to like talk to her like at length and it wasn't even planned so and it, and, it, and, it, and it was before like she was like as big as as she is now like this is like in 2002 so it was my senior year of high school and like I was at the airport and I guess Destiny's Child, she was, they were still popping back then. And she, they were, they, they had did a concert. And uh, so back then, I bet you she flies like uh, her private plane or I don't know if she does, but like then they were like traveling on the airport and I got to meet her in the airport. And it was like one of the best experiences I've ever had. So let me get this straight. You have shook hands with President Obama. You don't hung out with Rosa Parks. And then on top of that, you chilling in the airport having a conversation with Beyonce. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Here I am. I'm thinking of probably like the most famous pastor I done met. <laughs> that, that's as big as it gets. <laughs> And this guy talking about, you know, I was choking ass with Obama. I was hanging out with Rosa Parks. And then I was chilling in the airport with Beyonce. Like, like, wow. That is amazing. And and yeah. that is that is really amazing that, you know, you had that opportunity. Um, was the Obama was that did he come to Seattle? How was that something in Seattle? Um, yes, it was it was in Seattle. He was in town campaigning for Patty Murray. And this was like, okay. mm, I don't even remember what. It was like the later part of like probably like 2010, 
15 probably. Okay. Okay. Uh, and he came to UW and he was like campaigning for Patty Murray. And then he said his speech and then he just started walking around. Uh, it was the uh, uh, the stadium where the Husky basketball mm-hmm. team plays. So he he did his speech and then he just started like walking around, like greeting people afterwards. Oh wow, that's a that's amazing. Okay, how do you think uh, traveling has changed your worldview? Like, how do you do? You, how do you think that's affected how you see the world? Um, for one, it makes me realize that like in the United States, like how good we have it. Um, cause like I've been to like certain countries like Colombia and like Honduras where like people are like genuinely like begging, mm-hmm. like we have homeless people here, but I just feel like they're like, it's like to a different magnitude. And then like, I feel that like, uh, it, it helps me like become like more well-rounded because like i've seen stuff that like you couldn't see like just in your own backyard and then i feel that like like it's like uh it's giving me like experiences that i can like that look like last a lifetime that like i can tell people And, and and also it's like giving me like uh things to bond with friends over mm-hmm. like uh experiences that uh, that are like golden yeah yeah i think that's amazing and i think that's interesting because you know we live in america but not everybody likes america that lives here but a lot of them don't have a point of reference, right? They don't, they, we ha- they haven't seen much to kind of compare that to, right? To kind of see if that, that feeling is valid or not. And so that's interesting that you were able to, you know, go out there and see these things for yourself and then come back with an opinion that is based on actually, you know, seeing something totally different. So I think that's a, that's an important, important thing. So I think, you know, we need to get out and see the world before we judge the world that we live in. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's very important. What's the, uh, what was the worst place or worst event that you've ever been to? You didn't go to that one festival that one year that, uh, um, Ja Rule. Ja Rule. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. You wouldn't have that one. <laughs> um, okay. As far as the places, like, I don't really have any, like, worst place because, mm-hmm like each place like served its purpose and I like I got to see it and like uh but as far as like a concert Mm -hmm. there's two in particular one um uh was Lauryn Hill horrible then I was like a huge fan Mm -hmm. and like it sucked because like every from one she was late Mm -hmm. so I was like okay you you late and then you're gonna be corny or whatever so um like I, I was so mad like I wasn't even listening to her music for a minute after that so like it was horrible because like every song was like a remix like in a bad remix at that and then i come to find out that uh like i guess she doesn't own the rights to her music so like everything has to be like a remix and like it was like techno techno remixes like it wasn't even in the vein of like what you know like so like every song was like unrecognizable and then uh another person which I, who I was beefing with uh, after I saw them, um, 
was music soul child because uh his show was like very very short like when i say short like less than like 45 minutes short and at the time i think i believe he had like eight albums <laughs> if i'm not mistaken and um and to put things in perspective like i had to travel so um i had to travel like 25 miles to see him and he kept on saying like oh so many songs so little time but my thing i was like well why you, why do you keep on saying so many songs so, he said that like three times so like you knew you were putting on a short show and it's like who like did they tell you you only have the venue for like an hour and then you gotta go because hey, like my thing is like Made the money was looking funny. Uh, like, made the money was looking funny. You like, hey, look, I'm gonna give you this forty five. Is the the money wasn't the money wasn't uh counting as as high as it should count. So he's like, man, I got to go. I don't know, but I was like, because my thing is, if 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 I like, if I spend my hard earned money and like block out time, and then especially travel to see you, and then like especially like people like you, like who have kids and everything, like you have to get a babysitter. Like mm-hmm. me, I just go. So like my thing is if 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 uh and especially like with women and stuff like they be like getting the whole new outfit like getting their hair done and all yeah. that so like uh if I put effort into it you better give me like at least like a decent length of a show yeah. especially like to add insult to injury like you keep on saying like oh so many songs so little time like then you know that you're like cheating it so yeah like I was like thoroughly annoyed with that because i was like oh this show was like literally like two minutes people had to like travel and yeah you kept on saying that yeah you you know got in your seat good got your drink you know yes and then the show show over uh it's time time to go oh man so yeah i get that and that's interesting because i did not know that about uh lauren hill so i think that would be a difficult concert to put on when you can't sing yeah. your own. That's that's very interesting. That is very interesting. Yes, like I was like counting down like when we could go. Like it yeah. was that bad. I was like, no, like and I, like I was just like, oh, what? Like and it was weird because like uh, you're just like sitting there like, oh, what song is it supposed to be? Like what song are we yeah. singing? Like yeah, because it was like that unrecognizable. Like like I mean, I heard a like change in like a small portion of the song or whatever but these were like totally remixed so yeah yeah and that's 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 very very interesting i did not know that that's very interesting so i have this, yeah. I have this theory and i believe that uh i believe in that we should be looking at you know experiences over things um what is your what is your thoughts on that um, I wholeheartedly believe in that. So, as far as like material things, uh, they may sometimes become um, irrelevant. Uh, like some, like the hottest shoe, like ten years ago, like nobody cares about uh, today. Like, so I, I like I wholeheartedly believe in experiences because like experiences is something that like you'll always remember. Um, and it's something that can like change your life, whereas a like uh, a material thing, like like sometimes like it, it serves its purpose for the time period. Then like if you look back on it, like oh 
like you're like oh why why were we even into this but like an experience even if it was like not so great it's something that you can always like take with you and like it's always ingrained in your mind and, and you'll always remember like how you felt like going to a particular place or like going to an, a particular event or something like that but like uh um and um, I'm real big into relationships and like to me like going places like it's like a bonding thing um, or and like also if you look like at it from a different angle like uh, things can get stolen you can lose them but like the memory of the experience like well like you might not remember like everything about it but you'll more so you'll you will more so remember like in a wonderful experience over like something that like a material thing yeah. 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 That's I, I totally, I totally agree with you. I think of some of my most fondest things is, you know, experiences I had. I, you know, we've, we had a, we've had a lot of them, you know, karaoke parties, all types of, you know, different things that I can, you know, just think back in my mind to is like, yeah, you know, those were really cool experiences that we've, you know, experienced and, and just, you know, just to sometimes you, you need those though you can when you can go back in your mind and those experiences it may help you out of you know you could be depressed you could be thinking about something because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you, it kind of gives you um if you're working towards something it kind of gives you an experience you're like okay hey this is tough right now but this is experience i'm going for and last time yeah. I was, you know, I know, so i think that's an amazing thing that you know that we we need to really start thinking yeah. about how can we experience more and how can we experience things that you like you said it may shape how we see the world and i it was interesting i was listening to another podcast today it's called the end game podcast and they was talking about and this is something i didn't know they were talking about man we just looked and it was like from dc to dubai was like 700 dollars, and it, you think of these places and it was like they had just uh, randomly looked up some um like a ticket to Ghana and it was like less uh-huh. than a thousand dollars. We think of these places like they're so expensive and they're so out of reach and they're really not, but we really don't yeah. know these things until we start to say, Hey, you know what, this year I'm gonna do something different. I'm not gonna get the yeah. new iPhone two thousand four sixty. Yeah. I'm gonna go instead, go on this trip try something new expand my horizon and see you know how my worldview may change you know what i'm saying yeah. so we just don't know and, and that blew my mind like that it was that cheap to go there because i'm like that's on my list yeah. so it was just it um was and i also want to say like i also want to say like in regards to you like and a memory that i will like cherish forever is like uh me taking you to your first uh musical so like yes. stuff like that mm-hmm. like that's something that you'll always remember um so yeah because like uh i feel like experiences are like more important than like material things like like if i give you like if like say if i give you like a pair like some jewelry like and then you lose it or whatever but like or like it's something that you don't like but if i give you an experience you'll always remember even whether it was like good or bad yeah 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 yep and it was it was an amazing um musical because we went to a musical you took me to a musical and then we went to a a play we went to a play later i mean uh, you know the second thing we went to was a play and those are the only two experiences i've had in that arena but i've enjoyed i really enjoyed 
um, both experiences. They were like really cool experiences. And I do, you know, I do appreciate that. You, you know, you kind of opened my eyes to that world. And actually, uh, Haven, um, uh, she went and saw the Nutcracker last week because the school took the, uh, yeah, the third graders to go see the Nutcracker. So she got all dressed up. That is awesome. Yeah. So it was really cool. And since you brought that up, like, about my love for arts and stuff, like, it all started with my fourth and fifth grade teacher. Like, she had went to a play, and then she brought home. She had me bring a program home to my parents. And uh, so then that's how we got started in, like, theater, because, like, we didn't know about it. But then, like, my t- my fourth and fifth grade teacher, like, told us about it, and then, like, we've been hooked ever since. But, like, and that's another thing is, like, like Haven, like, getting exposed at a young age. Like, I feel that, like, stuff that you're exposed to at a young age like goes with you like through your adulthood so yeah expose your kids young and like they'll grow up to be loving everything <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and that's uh you know that's something i think even i have to do a better job because i i do believe that you know exposure you know expose them to it like you said when they're younger and then they can you know they expand upon it later when they get older and have that memory of what they did with you why they're doing it themselves so i think that's amazing so right now if somebody was like man i'm i don't know if i can do this travel thing and i don't know you know how i should what would you do um what would you say to that person to encourage that person right now who's saying you know who's scared to take action on even trying you know maybe a different play or uh, i mean a play or something like that what would you tell that person right now um, that's a, a lot of things. Okay, so okay, so as far as the traveling part, I'll say like um, if you think that it's too expensive, so most travel agents. Well, first of all, I would say hook up with a travel agent because uh, they can help you and they can like uh, they have access to stuff that like a normal person like you or I don't have. Mm-hmm. And then as far as like a lavish trip, like most tour companies and cruise lines they have payment plans and like for some cruises like you can book up to two years in advance and then they have like you can like pay on it a little bit here a little bit there and then as well and then also i would say like make sacrifices hook up with the travel agent or like research if where you're trying to go if they take uh if you can do a payment plan because like a lot of stuff people like just like look at it and they like get overwhelmed or they think like oh this is for other people or i can't do it but like you haven't really like looked into it like properly or i'll say like you haven't been willing to like make the sacrifice like or like if you like drink coffee be like like oh i'm not going to starbucks this week like i'm gonna like make it at home which is saving money yeah see that is everything you just said is important It, it all boils down to this you're gonna have to make some sacrifices if you want to be able to do something you've never done you're also going to have to create a plan. You're also going to have to do some research to see what all the available options that you have are to do what it is you want to do. But all of these things are possible. You can volunteer. You can start off volunteering at a, at a place, to, you know, to get you in the door to some of these, you know, events and different things like this. You can check in. Check with a uh, travel agent. Do what you need to do, but you're going to have to, there's going to be some sacrifice involved 
But what we can promise you is, you know, hearing his story, we can honestly see that there'll probably be some great opportunities. I mean, there'll probably be some great experiences that come from getting outside of what you know, getting outside. I know there's people who had, you know, when I lived in Seattle, it was crazy that people, there were some people who didn't come to Tacoma that lived, I mean, that wouldn't come out of Tacoma to come yeah. to somewhere like Seattle. So it, it really is just about expanding your territory, seeing more of what is out there. It's going to take you some sacrifice. You're going to be uncomfortable. You may have to get up a few things. Yeah. You got this. And another thing is, I, I want to say, is get out of your comfort zone. Like, like I, you were talking about earlier, like, oh, like you're the only black person. Like, I, like to me, I used to think that was annoying and I kind of still do, but I know that like I wouldn't have half of the experiences that I had if I was like, oh, I, I don't want to fool with this because of that. Like, yeah. and then another thing is, I forgot to mention, is like as far as like airline tickets, like most airlines, you can sign up for alerts and they'll alert you like if there's like a deal going on. Like they'll just they'll notify you either to your phone or your email, and they'll be like, oh, uh, we're giving away or we're having um, airline tickets for like thirty dollars for the next like five hours. Like jump on it or whatever. Yeah, and that's I mean that's I think that sums it up right. I mean right perfectly. Just get out of your comfort zone. You know, make a few sacrifices, make it happen. And you can, I mean, you can do this. You know what I'm saying? It's not a, there's, there's, there's something that you can do that is in your hand now that you can take action on. Like I said, like he said, write it down. Where do you want to go? What is it going to take for you to make this happen? And then go do it. That's what this podcast is all about. And Dane, I just want to say thank you for coming on today. I really appreciate you. And thank you. I appreciate you too. Yeah. And when you, you know, maybe later on, maybe next year, Dane might come out with the Where's Waldo uh, book, the black version, you know. So you just be standing in Norway, you know, you have to find him in the picture, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he's everywhere. Where's the, actually, before we go, um, where is the next place that you plan to go? And if people want to follow you on Instagram to see, Where's Waldo? I mean, Dane going next. You know, where can they find you on Instagram? Um, so the next two times that I'm going out of town are in January. I'm going to Portland to see LeBron um, to go to the Lakers and the um, Trailblazers game. Okay. And then uh in february i'm going to miami for my best friend's birthday and then uh we our next family trip is next summer um in this a cruise through europe um and then as far as like social media like instagram and stuff it's just my name so dane gill and then you can find me uh and yeah dane gill (laughs) book coming soon where's Dane (laughs) all right Dave but thank you very much for coming on the action only podcast and I hope this is encouraging to you to take action on your your dream of travel your dream of seeing different types of event who knows you may run into Obama you may run into Beyonce you may run into you know 
whoever it is and look i just saved you dane just saved you some money on your lauren hill ticket because now you know what's gonna happen at the concert so i hope you nothing else you got something from this podcast all right 